Man, John Tortorella is not going to be happy about that one. If they had Trevor Zegers highlights playing in the locker room after that, I'd just start running. Let's go! Give me what I want! Kick down the door! Drew, you are not doing this! What? Not nice! There's a giant head! You hear yourself! I made like 2,000 of these. I'd like to have fun. With you, wherever you are, welcome to LFR. Victory Puppy Ziggy, do you remember what to do? No, like, um, did you just fart? Here you go! Did the audio, did it pick it up? Yeah! <laughs> oh! You know, last year after game one against the Tampa Bay Lightning, I got, I got reached out to by someone. Brody Walker, who is the lead singer for bands you might know, Protest the Hero and Mystery Weekend. And he said, do you do vocal warm-ups before your videos? I said, no. And he goes, you should. And now here I am only 11 games into the season and it's excruciating, but also I'm sick. But you know what was really sick? That dumb baby Leafs win! Ow! Five to two over the Philadelphia Flyers. And listen, I did not think that a Wednesday night game, game 11 of the season against the Philadelphia Flyers in the middle of a light week would be a must win game for the Toronto Maple Leafs. But that was a must win game because it was tense, tense in the fan base in the city and you can tell with the team no matter what they said. That's just my opinion. It's how I read it. I, I see people. I know what stressed people look like, okay? I look at one every time I look in the mirror. And they were quite stressed. For the last few days, all the Leafs have looked like an in-shape version of my mirror. And dude, you thought it was tense before this game. Well, what if they lose this game? Well, then they lose this game. They'll win the next one. What's the next one? Saturday night when they play the nine and one Boston Bruins. Oh, okay. Well, if they don't win that one, they'll just win the next one. The next night, Sunday, second half of a back-to-back, against the Carolina Hurricane. Now I think in the backs of the minds of people in Leafs Nation, that had them shaking in their boots. Boston? <gasps> Carolina? <gasps> but heading into this game, nothing had Leafs Nation more shook than the fact they were playing the Philadelphia Flyers with a goalie who had never won a game in net. Now most fans outside of this fan base would be like, wait a sec, isn't that advantageous for your team? To that I would say, wanna bet? You can do it at Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook, I gotcha. Does your team make you kind of mad but you still cheer for them? Well, you can bet on them or against them at Sports Interaction before the game, live in play, or on one of their many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Made for Canadians by Canadians, Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Visit sportsinteraction.com slash that's my podcast network, sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. It's Ontario only, 19 plus. Please play responsibly. Look, it's one thing to just say win. I want my team to win. Well, don't we all? But what specific things did they need? I made a list right before puck drop. One of the last tweets I'll probably ever send. Like, like, can I can I break the fourth wall even more than usual? We have to get out of there. You gotta pay for a blue check mark. You gotta figure out who in the blue hell you think you're talking to. Anyway, here's what I said on that dying website. I want a Leafs win tonight. A statement game from Marner? Let's go. Huge debut for Pontus Holmberg? Let's go. Samsonov? Have some smile? Let's absolutely go. Keefe and Torts intermission brawl? Let's go twice. Dubas holds a press conference in a reverse retro Malaga jersey? Please. Now, I wasn't going to hold out hope for those last two things, but I could hold out hope for the rest of them. Elegant Marner. Couple points, the power play was working well. Pontus Holmberg, solid debut. Samsonov, only allowed two goals. The second one was kind of bad, but ah! Dude, Andre Vasilevsky's gonna be in the Dangits video this week. Like, everyone gets got. But it wasn't just Felix Sandstrom starting this game for Philly, and he has won zero NHL games. That's the kiss of death for the Leafs. It was John Tortorella before the game, defending Sheldon Keefe and saying that he hopes Sheldon Keefe just 
shows us, shows us all, and he, and he attacked the media. To me, this is a great example of being right for the wrong reason. Or maybe the right point made by the wrong person. Because I was like, you're right, John, but also, Shut up. You're the coach of the other team, John! Don't butter up my coach! And I'm gonna talk about the game. You can say whatever you want about the opponent and the circumstance. All I care about here is the outcome. Because we've been complaining that the Leafs haven't beaten the weaker opponents. Montreal maybe gets looped in there. They finished last last year. Arizona, San Jose, the Ducks. Here are the Philadelphia Flyers on the second half of a back-to-back. -back. Yes, you should absolutely win! And the game starts. And the Leafs get it going. And it takes them a while to get it going and they're a little sloppy and they're trading barbs with Philly and it was not very eventful. Then of course for the top line, when it rains it pours. After actually starting to put together some consistently solid hockey out shooting the Philadelphia Flyers and starting to outchance them, the puck is in the defensive zone, Marner takes a whack at it, it ends up right on the stick of a Philadelphia Flyer. Joel Farabee, 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 blam! That's where the L came from. Blam! Makes it one nothing Toronto. No. I gotta go to bed. Makes it one nothing Philly. Now, for the last few days, the Leafs have been like, oh, we got a lot of confidence in our group. We got a lot of confidence and confidence and confidence. And I would have been more inclined to believe them if that wasn't just their default answer for everything. Like, if you want honest answers, go to Ilya Samsonov. He hasn't gotten that memo yet. He'll just tell you. Just say stuff that doesn't make any sense, but you understand it. After a win, I read a quote on Twitter that's like, I am happy like goat. After a loss, he'll be like, I am sad like a marionette. I don't, what does that mean, Ilya? It's so profound. And then immediately after, Victor Mete takes a penalty, and here's where the game starts to unravel, or it could. Leafs get two power plays, they look atrocious. Sheldon Keefe, like, borderline punishes the top unit by putting the second one on, more than he usually would. Leafs are out shooting the Flyers, are out chancing the Flyers, Flyers score first, and then the Leafs take a penalty, they could go, they could go down to nothing here! But the Leafs penalty kill was huge in this game. Yes, they did allow a goal at the end, but the Flyers were still only one for six. I think the bigger problem was, uh, too much practice for the Flyers. Don't take six penalties, please. And they kill it! They kill it. And sure enough, the Leafs go to the power play. Austin Matthews draws the third one of the period. The Leafs have to score here. And guess what? So the Flyers are trying to rebuild. They're trying to make themselves better. What are they going out and getting? They went out and got a mascot. It's a very good mascot. They went out and got a, a Philadelphia coach. I don't care if he's from Boston. John Tortorella is a perfect match in Philadelphia. But on this Flyers penalty kill, I think I know something else that would help out the Philadelphia Flyers. on either any side of Austin Matthews. He could flail his stick around his head like he's wielding a mace and he still wouldn't take a penalty. They're struggling. Don't get me wrong, the Leafs are struggling, but how, how dare you? It's a really good pass from John Tavares. Really, I mean, John Tavares plays will be a theme. I wonder what's coming later. You saw the thumbnail. But this was, I think, the moment where I was like, okay, I think they might win. Sure enough, less than two minutes later, a five-on-five -five Leafs goal in this economy? Willie finds John Tavares for the <laughs> You're supposed to do the warm-ups before. And he scores his sixth of the season already. The Leafs go to intermission with a lead. Once again, I ask you in this economy, can I fill up my car with whatever this is? Because that's got me going. So in the second period, 
There were no goals. But the Leafs outshot the Philadelphia Flyers 13-9, which is good. Not quite as good as 17-6 like they did in the first. I think the reason that the Leafs only outshot the Flyers by four shots in the second period is there were four penalties and the Leafs took all of them! Dennis Malgin, Mark Giordano, William Nylander, and William Nylander! High-sticking on Travis Zanheim! Willie, he is 6-3! But this was the first game, maybe all season, where the Leafs penalty kill consistently looked like the Leafs penalty kill, which is one of the top 10 penalty kills in the NHL, fast and a consistent threat to score a shorthanded goal. You've probably noticed this, but over the years, I've paid attention to the things Sheldon Keefe has said about this team because he's usually right. Last year, he criticizes the team for not scoring enough playoff-style goals, and then they score a bunch of them because they play different. Interestingly, they stopped getting goalied. Mostly, sometimes they ruin it because goalie. But he was talking about breaking the puck out. The Leafs penalty kill did a great job on the back end, breaking the puck out, and the likes of Yarncroke and Kerfoot and how didn't Zach Aston Reese have two in this one were flying out there. Engvall looking about the most aggressive he's been on the forecheck this season as well. Like a lot of guys honestly had their best games of the season and that's the biggest compliment I can give this team. Then after four kills we go to intermission and the third period arrives. Dennis Mulligan who is flying in this one, man he's a fast skater, takes a shot and it's deflected and goes way wide. And yes, it was a strange goal, it was a rebound off a deflection, but WHAT DO THEY NOT SELL MAPS IN PHILADELPHIA?! LOOK AT THIS! LOOK! THIS IS HOW THEY DEFEND AGAINST ME IN MEN'S LEAGUE WHEN THEY FEEL BAD AND JUST WANT TO SEE ME TAKE A SHOT! SHOT THAT I AM ALWAYS TAKEN, BY THE WAY, JUST IN CASE THERE IS A SCOUT IN THE STANDS WITH A PEN. BUT ZACH ASTON REESE, THE FORMER PENGUIN, WITH HIS FIRST GOAL AS A LEAF AGAINST THE FLYERS, MWAH! And it's 3-1 Leafs. And then, a little over four minutes later, this could be a backbreaker. You're the Leafs, you're rolling, you got a two-goal lead. You had a two-goal lead against the Ducks. It was a 3-1 lead to be specific. But you're feeling confident about yourself, you're playing well, the penalty kill is killing it, you see. And then guess what? They allow a goal from Owen Tippett, and it was not a great goal. It's a snipe, it's a good shot, don't get me wrong, but you would really like Ilya Simsonov to have that. Generally, I thought the Leafs actually did a very good job of limiting the chances against Ilya Simsonov. Boah, that one shouldn't go in. And it does, and the Flyers are within one, and there's so much time left, and there's so much angst in the building. Like, dude, the Leafs were winning, and fans booed Justin Hall. We could talk about that later, but the Leafs were winning but it felt like all right how are they inevitably gonna lose this but sometimes you just need a hero a hero that can put the entire team on his back and walk into a furniture store that also sells meatballs what am, am i on is this thing on how's the lighting it does doesn't matter it doesn't matter hey guys it's me again the captain of your toronto maple leafs john tavares no not him he's just a toy i'm the real one now lately you might have heard that we haven't been winning very many games at the start of the season and people have been defending us by saying we didn't win very many games at the beginning of last season. Which, when you say it out loud, isn't a really good... That's not good. It's not good. It's not. But it's okay, because we can fix it. Here, in on this YouTube channel that is making IKEA things with John Tavares, I didn't say that in the intro. Now, here I am. There's me. Uh, I'm on the Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm the one in blue. Travis Sandheim, he's the one wearing white and orange. White and orange is the color of the best kind of creamsicle and also the Philadelphia Flyers. Blue is also good, you're right. Anyway, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna want to skate towards him to give him confidence like he can stop me. And he can't, but I don't want him to know that. Now you're gonna need a few things to do what I did to Travis Hanheim here. 
Number one, you're going to need to keep soft hands on your stick. You don't want to grip the stick too tight. You want to be silky smooth. Next, you want to keep a low center of gravity. To put it simply, you have to crouch and use your bum. Then the last thing that you need is a bunch of stones. Specifically, space, time, reality, power, mind, and soul. That way, when you bring your hands and stick above your head, you just snap your fingers and send Travis Sanheim to the Shadow Realm or wherever Thanos sends people. Maybe the most important part is after you send Travis Sanheim to the Shadow Realm, you take a shot, let the goalie stop it so that he can feel good about himself, and then uh, score to take that good feeling away. It's not nice, but it's vindictive, and I have found it to be quite effective. Also on building IKEA furniture with John Tavares, we have a double feature, because I scored again after this. Now here's what you're going to want to do. You're, you're going to want to stand in the high slot. That's a very important place to stand. You're going to want to wait for the goalie to lose their skate blade, and you're going to pretend like you didn't see it happen. Then you're going to shoot, and he can't do anything about it because he literally can't move. And kids, if this ever happens to you, um, help... Help the goalie, even after the goal goes in. These flyers are awful. Anyway, that's been Building Ikea Furniture with John Tavares. Thank you all for your hats. I will wear them all individually over the course of the next few months. And for everyone who called me washed, get wrecked, loser, L plus ratio. Wasn't that great? That didn't go on too long. Who me? No, sir. So Tavares scores two more, completes the hat trick. It's 5-2. The Leafs are going to win this thing. But you see... The Flyers are grumpy. And if you beat them on the scoreboard, oh, they're gonna let you know about it. Which, I'm gonna be honest, was a lot more fun when it was the 2013 Leafs doing it. But now that it's the other team, I think it's a bit rude, actually. So then Travis Konechny tries to fight Austin Matthews, because, um, why? And of course, Michael Bunting comes in. Michael Bunting always does. But the move that everyone is talking about today, the one that wasn't Tavares's unreal goal, just windmilling Travis Sanheim, was Mark Giordano with the tackle on Konechny. I actually got the perfect screenshot of Giordano the moment before he makes contact with Travis Konechny. You want to see it? Look at this. Head tucked. He's pushing with his legs. Dropped the shoulder and catches his opponent right under the ribs. Oh, that's beautiful. Now, if you're listening to this LFR and not watching it, like you're on Spotify or one of those many other apps or something, uh, just... Just go back and watch that part. Uh, just go back. And at the end of the day, all I wanted was for Leaf fans who attended this game, who watched this game, who didn't watch it and woke up and saw the highlights in the morning. I wanted them to feel happy. And they will. Some of their favorite players scored, which for some people is just anyone wearing blue and white. Tavares, hat trick, teams sticking up for each other at the end. A big dub and two points in the standings. Isn't that not the most beautiful thing? Bruins... That's Saturday. We wait. The Hurricanes, that's not even their next game. Listen, I've said a lot of things about the Leafs this week, and there's problems. There's problems. But a win is a win is a win. And this wasn't just any win. It was chicken soup for the Leafs fan's soul. Questions. No rose-colored glasses, right? Still need changes? Core is still done? Listen, I've been getting yelled at since the Leafs won, and it's like, same team, man. But listen, if 10 games wasn't a big enough sample size, I don't think this one game is either. But it was great! It was very good. I enjoyed it very much. You can't tell me you watched all 60 minutes of this game and you were like, hey, the Leafs defense is great. Of course this team, the way it is, is capable of better, obviously. But I don't want them capable of better. I want them capable of best. And I just don't see it with this current group. Now, what needs to be changed? Do they gotta trade Marner and Matthews for a fourth? I don't think so. But I kind of get the impression uh, the Leafs organization might know what's going on out there, and they're working on something. 
I'm excited to see what it is because I don't think they're sticking to it right now. And they're not firing the coach. Unless they do. I don't think they are, though. This is from Morgan, part of a complete breakfast, and it's Recipe 91 with John Tavares on a box of cereal, actually. Dude, can you still buy this? Robert Malloy, who does the captions for these videos and a bunch of other things, sent me a box, and I probably wasn't supposed to eat it. I was probably supposed to keep it as a collector's item. I ate it, and it's amazing. And I want more. And then my two favorite post-game quotes from David Alter. Aston Reese on Giordano's tackle to defend Austin Matthews. It's awesome. I thought it was WWE for a second. And then, what will Ilya Samsonov do on a day off? Unbelievable. I will stay in bed. Me too, Ilya. Me too. Oh, no, we got, we got Dangits tomorrow. Well, and you know what? I want to end on this one. Did you like it when Hall got booed? I'm going to be honest, no. Uh, and I wasn't at the game. I was yelling at the screen like very many of you. I didn't like it. Listen, the dude fell down. Like, he blew it twice on the same shift. I, I think he was going backwards and he just completely left the puck behind. And then the Leafs lost the zone because he fell down. He had a bad shift and... This fan base is anxious and they're upset and everything, but you want to talk about too hard on the team. They booed an individual player on the Leafs while they were winning. You don't got to like the guy as a player. You can groan and mutter, but I, I don't know. Booing, it's a step too far for me. I don't think you're a bad person. I just, that's harsh, man. Do you want the Leafs to win or not? Boo them when they're getting pumped 5-0 on home ice. Not when it's like, what was it, 2-1 when that happened? Come on. 2-1 for them? Anyway, that is it for this one. Oh no, no it's not. So if you've been watching my stuff for a little while, you know that I wear 20. Uh, it's sort of a dangle 2.0 thing that I was going for. But for a number of years, I wore 10. This is my uh, jersey that I wore before. The reason I switched is George Armstrong had his number 10 retired several years ago and I felt weird about still wearing it. And then when he passed, I was like, oh, okay, I gotta take this thing off. But I still have this jersey. And I'm trying to raise money for Easter Seals. It's a charity that is near and dear to my heart and helps out kids with physical disabilities. Do you want this jersey? And I will, I'll sign it wherever you want, front, back, all around. Probably got a few of my hairs in it now. Here's all you gotta do to enter a raffle to win this Dangle 10 jersey that I actually wore in... Many years of LFR videos, hundreds of videos. I think this might have been the jersey I wore on my book cover, honestly. Number one, you gotta make a donation to my Easter Seals page. You can find a link for that in the description of this video and I think we can also pin it in a comment. I'm not totally sure, Drew, yes, thumbs up, down. So you gotta donate to that page, minimum $5 Canadian. You can donate whatever you want, but minimum $5 Canadian. Also in the description and or pinned comment, there is a tweet. I tweeted out this raffle initially, and to make things easier, take a screenshot of your proof of donation, they'll send it right to your email, attach it, and, and reply to the tweet. That way we can keep track of everyone who's entered, and obviously if there's any personal information, please just black that out. Last but not least, you have until November 8th at noon Eastern to enter. What if you already donated? you can enter as well. All you gotta do, you don't have to donate again. If you do, that's wonderful. You don't have to donate again. Just take a screenshot of that uh, tax receipt that you got from Easter Seals, attach it, reply to the tweet, send. So that is it for this one. Thank you very much for watching. Click like if you like this video. Click subscribe if you really liked it. Tell all your friends that the next time I'll see you is on the Sportsnet YouTube channel Saturday. Watch Hockey Dent in Canada with Steve Dangle. Leafs Bruins. I'm so scared. Oh, also we got a podcast uh, on SDPN on Friday.
and we did one today. And we're trying to hit 100,000 subscribers, so subscribe! No, not him. That's just a toy. No. Hey guys, it's me again, John Tavarth. Hey guys, it's me again, John. <laughs> so stupid. But it's okay, because we can fix it. Like a piece of furniture that... <laughs> and then you're gonna want to wait for the goalie to... <laughs> you're gonna... <laughs> Thought I was lost, huh?